Tonight, chaos in Parliament over 2024 budget as majority stages the walkout, accusing the Speaker of bias following his call for a headcount after an earlier declaration that the budget statement and economic policy has been passed by a voice vote. Then you have a Speaker making a U-turn, a sudden U-turn to say that no, he didn't say, he didn't add that the eyes have it. He just expressed an opinion. You're all there, you heard him loud and clear. And that's most unfortunate. That's most, most unfortunate. So we think that the proper thing should be done. So we raise these preliminary issues. Majority leader claims the speaker's delayed tactics was because of the absence of five minority MPs. What is happening is that there are five members of the minority who are not here. Ayarga is not here. Sam George is not here. And Zanotto is not here. Ajekum is not here. And Jechikwesin is not here. There are five of them who are not here. All that the speaker is doing is playing for time to enable them to find a way to enter the chamber. What kind of thing is this? We'll hear from the finance minister, Ken Freata, who claims the 2024 budget has been approved. I mean, you know, usually everything is an opinion in a sense if you want to define it as such. Um, and so there's a challenge, there's a walkout, the speaker has come back, he's adjourning it till tomorrow, um, maybe to hear that application. But as we sit today, what you have is that he believes that the eyes have it. And that's what I'm taking out from here. But the minority leader insists the 2024 budget has not been approved. We have got them and we'll get them again another day. We will not stop there. We will do whatever we have to do. Our motion is still in place. We are challenging the voice vote. The speaker has ruled. So as we speak, the budget has not been approved. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. You don't have the floor. If you want to entertain, you don't, you don't have the floor. For a headcount, you don't have the floor. You don't have the floor. Headcount on your side, since you are challenging. You don't have the floor. You don't have the floor. The bill, you don't have the floor. You don't have the floor. And we are leaving the chamber for them. Yes, we are leaving the chamber for you. Now do the hair count and see whether you have the number you. So over 10, Mr. Speaker's ruling. Well, sounds of away, away in Parliament today, another sign of chaos and drama in the House as the majority side staged a walkout, accusing the Speaker of bias following his call for a head count after an earlier declaration that the 2024 budget statement and economic policy has been passed by a voice vote. Majority Leader Seche Mensabungsu told the media immediately after the walkout that the Speaker's delayed tactics was, was essential and timed so five minority members can be arranged to get into the house to participate in what was shaping out to be a very important vote to challenge he would have then to come with a challenge first the member just got up and said that on account of order 1132 he's inviting the speaker to do a head count that was not a challenge so that was the issue the deputy leader raised 
Then along the line, as we traveled, the speaker then said, well, um, he made a declaration, he expressed an opinion that he thought that the eyes have it. So the member could challenge it. You're all there. You're all there. You heard the speaker loud and clear. Why should a speaker beat such a hasty retreat from what he had said? He said to us that he thought, and I'm quoting him, that I think the eyes have it. That is how speakers make pronouncements and determination. I think the eyes have it. And if he's convinced and persuaded, then he go further to say that the eyes have it. Or maybe I think the nose have it. The nose have it. That's how it's done. Once you say the nose have it, then the determination has been made. In this case, he said, I think the eyes have it. The eyes have it. Then you have a speaker making a U-turn, a sudden U-turn to say that no, he didn't say, he didn't add that the eyes have it. He just expressed an opinion. You're all there, you heard him loud and clear. And that's most unfortunate. That's most, most unfortunate. So we think that the proper thing should be done. So we raise these preliminary issues. However, when the dust settled, we said, okay, let's take the vote in spite of the initial objections that we are raised. Let's take the vote because he was insisting on the headcount. Then we said, okay, we are available. Take the headcount. What is happening is that there are five members of the minority who are not here. So all that he's doing is to play for time to enable them to come to the chamber. That is it. That's all that it is. What are the names of those of them who are not there? Honorable Ayarga. Ayarga is not here. Honorable Zanato. Sam George is not here. And Zanato is not here. Ajekum is not here. And Jechikwesin is not here. There are five of them who are not here. All that the speaker is doing is playing for time to enable them to find a way to enter the chamber. What kind of thing is this? What kind of thing is that? We insisted that, well, we're raising these preliminary issues. But you insist that he didn't say that. So I dropped it. I said, okay, so let's take the head count. And he said, we're going to do the head count. What was he waiting for? And for good, about 30 minutes, he's not doing anything. He's sitting down there. What's the import of it? And now adopting a division procedure. And now he says that, oh, we should get up and then go and write your name and then vote. That's that is a division. Did the did Amakofi Bua call for a division? He said he was calling for a head count. So the speaker now wants to inject himself to say that no, 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 it's a division. What kind of attitude is this? And that is why we left the chamber for him. That let him do his own thing. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the import of what you have done. Uh, and it's still boiling in Parliament. I'll bring in my parliamentary correspondent pretty quickly. But as you had there, a few names were mentioned. Uh, and the uh, suggestion is that the speaker was simply delaying so these individuals can come in and, and back the minority numbers. One of them is Sam George. He is the Member of Parliament for Ningo Pram Pram. Joins us on the line right now. Mr. George, so where were you? I was in, I was in Parliament. I was sitting right there in Parliament. In fact, I got to Parliament before Chairman up also. This morning, when Parliament started, and if you ask your parliamentary correspondent, he will tell you we had visitors to Parliament from a group calling itself the Parliamentary Imp uh, uh, Youth Impact Parliament from O Central, Honorable Kodo's constituency. And the speaker introduced them. And when the speaker introduced them, I even asked the speaker to find out from them who is their speaker. 
since they say they are in parliament. And a gentleman in blue suit in the gallery raised his hand. I was in the chamber. I was in the chamber. And so, I, like I said, it looks like the Parliamentary Service Board will have to uh, take care of the medical bills of the Honorable Chairman Sambon and get him new spectacles. He appeared the spectacles are, are defective. In the votes vote and proceedings, this, your name was captured in the attendance seat and all? Well, well, you will see the votes and proceedings for today, tomorrow. And you will see if my name is captured there. Because, like I said, your parliamentary correspondent was there. You can ask him if what I'm talking about, about my engagement with the speaker this morning. Asking to know who the speaker of the Youth Impact Parliament was. Who's captured? Who's captured there? So, for anybody to suggest that I was not in Parliament today, the person must have their eyes checked. Were and you, we must even begin to check their mental faculties properly. Were you absent from the floor at any time? Oh, I, I mean, nobody sits in the chamber from morning till evening. So yes, I did go to my office. But when the bell was rang, I came back. When the bell was rang, when it was time for us to take the vote, I came back to the chamber. Okay, as we speak right now, um, the budget, there's a controversy now around. Has it been approved? Has it not been approved? The budget has not been approved. The MPP, again, has walked out for the second in four years, walked out on their own budget. I mean, this is disgraceful. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. The MPP, twice in four years, has walked out on their own budget. Look, if Sam George was not present, if Zaneto was not present, Ajikum was not present, Jachikwesi is not present, Tayarika is not present, and means they are calling. Why don't they go ahead with their votes? Let me know they have outstanding numbers. They should vote. If they have their members, then it means we are five less. Why have they run away from their budget? The argument they make that I am still in the, in the U.S., in New York, when I return from Ghana, and anybody can check. Anybody can check from the airport my travel records to see when I got back into the country. Yesterday, on Monday, I was in the chamber. Yesterday, I, I had flooding in my constituency. I went to my constituency and came back to the chamber at 6 p.m. So if you take the other paper for today, you will see that I was marked present because I came back into the chamber at 6 p.m. I even walked into the chamber in my Wellington boots. And I was being asked by then uh, the, the, the second deputy speaker, Andrew Siyama, who was then presided at the time the debates were ongoing. So for anybody to suggest that some judges in New York and is not in Ghana, except there are two some judges. Mr. George, please stay with me. I want to bring in my parliamentary correspondent, Kweku Asante. Kweku, on, on this subject of the five names that were mentioned, very controversial one, you were in parliament. You, you saw some George there? Yes, Evan, Sam George has been in parliament since the very start of sitting today. In fact, the situation he referenced when some visitors were acknowledging the house, he was the one who asked who the speaker of that group of parliamentarians who were student parliamentarians were, and he was there. Mahama Yerga, I've not seen him. That equation, we know he's actually out of the country. And the other MPs that um, Oseche Mensabonsu mentioned. But when it comes to Sam George, he was in parliament, within the presence of parliament. In fact, he actually addressed a press conference at some point of this ongoing through in the House. But the situation is also that there are some missing majority MPs the Deputy Foreign Affairs Minister is not around. Kennedy in Japan is also not in Parliament. And a number of them that the minority are also alleging 
have also not been in the house. So it's been allegation and counter allegations of both sides. The situation is, it's a little bit difficult to unravel because the Speaker of Parliament has made a previous ruling that if you are within the precincts of Parliament and you are not even on the floor of the House, you are in Parliament. So it is tomorrow when we get the votes and proceedings that we can confirm that all these individuals I've mentioned from PP and NDC side were not truly in the House. But when it comes to Sam Nati George, MP for Ningo Pram Pram, I saw him with my naked eyes. He has been on the floor since morning. The finance minister, Kano Friata, and his deputies, they were present. He interacted with the media. What's his point on this? Yes, at some point when the majority leadership decided that they were going to walk out, you could clearly see frustration in the eyes of the finance minister, who did not know whether he was joining them to leave or not. He stayed on the floor together with his deputies for a while before they joined their colleagues. And when he came out to address journalists, his position was that the voice vote that approved the 2024 budget stands. Although there's a challenge, no decision has been taken on that minority challenge yet. I mean, you know, usually everything is an opinion in a sense if you want to define it as such. Um, and so there's a challenge, there's a walkout, the speaker has come back, he's adjourning it till tomorrow, um, maybe to hear that application. But as we sit today, what you have is that he believes that the eyes have it. And that's what I'm taking out from here. If I get to hear, that means if that challenge is not resolved in January 1, you are going to the Constitutional Fund to speak. No, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to the Constitutional Fund because the eyes have it. That means that yeah. I'm disappointed the majority of people won't doubt. I'm disappointed the majority of people won't doubt on their own budget. No, I haven't really made a declaration of that, yeah. So thank you very much indeed. But the eyes have it, and we have a budget for the country. Thank you. Thank you. Quickly, the minority leader addressed this. What's his position? Yeah, shortly afterwards, the minority leader, Dr. Kizela Tofosin, says there's absolutely no way the finance minister is right that this budget has gone through. And as far as they are concerned, that has not been approved. The finance minister cannot go ahead and lay his hands in the public kitty and draw funds to spend. Listen. We have got them and we'll get them again another day. The fact remains that the MPP does not have the numbers to approve their own budget. And you bear us witnesses. You are here. You saw what happened. Everyone knows that the NDC members of parliament ready. were ready to vote against the budget. And for good reasons. For a very good reason. And we outlined as part of our concluding remarks why we are against this particular budget. Our position is simple. We cannot allow this budget to go through in its current form because the ordinary Ghanaian will be the one who will suffer. Ladies and gentlemen, the MPP sadly, sensing that they are not here because obviously the deputy minister responsible for foreign affairs is not in town. Obviously, the Honorable John Kuma, who is a deputy minister of finance, is also not here. And obviously, the almighty Kennedy uh, Mr. Showdown, is also not here. And sensing defeat, clearly, you know, they decided to walk out in a very shameful manner. It is a shame. It is a shame. The speaker has adjourned the house. But I can assure you, we will not stop there. We will do whatever we have to do. Our motion is still in place. 
we are challenging the voice vote. The speaker has ruled, and the MPP is aware, that when the speaker makes a pronouncement and a ruling, they can only challenge that through a substantive motion. And on the 98, it's clear on, on, on the matter. So as we speak, the budget has not been approved. So ladies and gentlemen, the budget has not been approved. So let everyone be aware and let the MPP MPs get it. They have lost it. They have lost it. They have lost the way and they have lost the, the, the mandate to do business in this house. But we want to conclude by saying that we live to fight another day. And tomorrow is another day. So quickly, why are we tonight? They, there was a point, the sitting was adjourned. Yes, sitting has been adjourned. The Speaker of Parliament, while all this buha was unfolding and a number of people were outside walking to simply adjourn the House. But Evan, strictly speaking, if you go by the records of the House, the Finance Minister may be right because the substantive voice vote that was put on the budget was whether or not members approved the budget and the A's had it. There was a challenge. That challenge has not been decided on. And that is why the majority say until that determination is made and they, they liken that to a process in the court. You go to a high court, there's a judgment. If you appeal, unless that determination is made at the appeals court or the Supreme Court, you cannot say that you have attained, or have attained the, the earlier judgment. So tomorrow, we expect that early in the morning, the first thing Parliament will do is to take this motion that has been moved by the minority, challenging the decision of the Speaker. There will be a head count, whether it's going to be the normal head count where MPs stand up, the tables are, uh, the clerk at tables go around to count, or the votes where MPs are mentioned by their names and their constituencies, and they have to identify themselves. That is what the Speaker of Parliament wanted to do, and that is what the minority, majority leadership said was clearly an abrasion of the rules of the House and had to work out. And tomorrow, that fight will continue. I mean, Mr. George, Sam George, tomorrow when this comes down to a vote, I mean, now the majority side has a time to bring in their members, in their numbers to vote. You can see this, this time frame gives, gives them the upper hand? Well, that's what they are spoiling for. But I can assure you that tomorrow we'll take a vote and we'll, we'll, we'll prevail. How so? What makes you so confident? Their members are not in town. <laughs> Except they're going to send private jets united to pass parts of the world to pay their members. Their members are, are simply not in town. Well, well, that's possible, is it not? I mean, we've seen in Parliament where people who were not well were, were brought in ambulances. Well, it's up to them to bring in their members, but we would, we would be ready tomorrow with our full numbers, and we'll, 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 we stand in our position. We'll vote against this budget because this budget is unconscionable, imposes taxes on the Ghanaian people in a draconian manner. We will not stand for that. What about this technical issue of the uh, speaker's pronouncement following the voice vote? That, that's something you, ahead of you need to cross to. No, listen, different. And I, and I heard Kweko do the high court, appeal court thing. If I take a case to the high court and a ruling is given, for example, it was a land case and a ruling is given, when I go on appeal, the first thing I would do would be to get an injunction that arrests the original ruling. Because you don't want anything to change the substantive case you are doing. And so if you have a voice vote where the speaker says, I think the eyes happen, and you arrest the motion. In fact, that is, that is the phrase we use in Parliament. 
you arrested the process. And in arresting the process, you challenge it using a legitimate process, and the speaker begins the process of the challenge. It's a different thing if the speaker did not begin it. He begins the process. He, he actually calls for the headcount. So the process of challenging the original decision has commenced. So once that challenge has commenced, you cannot say that you have a ruling. So your ruling is in abeyance. And so if the finance minister, without us concluding this vote, goes to spend from the consolidated fund, he will be in breach of the law and will be a candidate for jail. In, you, what, for you, as a member of parliament for Negopompa, what in this budget is so distasteful that you're determined to shoot it down? Considering that you had floods in your area, this is a budget that is devoting more than 200 million to fix the flooding challenge in the Volta and other places. You may be. Well, that hasn't involved Negopompa. So, that, 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 the, the budget allocations for, for flooding is neither here nor there. Even when it comes to allocation, there's a difference between allocation, approval, and disbursement, especially under this government. So, until you see disbursement, you don't get excited about it. But the, the sheer level of taxes, the, the reintroduction of taxes on the Ghanaian real estate taxes, uh, uh, taxes on financial services, for example. I mean, it is mind-boggling the kinds of taxation elements that have been brought in there under this budget. And it's just unfortunate at a time when you've saddled Ghanaians with so much hardship, you've given them a haircut. You want to impose federal taxes that will kill businesses. And at the time you're imposing taxes on Ghanaians, you are giving tax tax holidays, you are, you are, you are giving tax exemptions to your, your family and friends, to colleagues of government. And so why should we do this? Why should we accept this? Everyone, why should you pay more taxes? while the president's friends and colleagues are getting tax exemption. It is wrong for us as MPs to do that to you, even. But isn't that a separate matter that the committee is dealing with at that level? From what I understand, the exemptions are being dealt with the finance committee level. It is not a separate matter. It is all one that they brought it together. Those are part of the tax measures and things that they've got. The trade ministry is bringing this one and trying to pass it through. In fact, we wanted to pass it yesterday. And so at a time when you are imposing tax, taxes in the budget, you cannot be giving tax exemptions to your friends and cronies. No, 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 no. We won't accept it. All Ghanaians, uh, 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 all Ghanaians also deserve to get tax exemptions. All Ghanaians deserve to get tax exemptions. So Akufuado and Baumia cannot give tax exemptions to their cronies and family and friends and ask the rest of us to pay more taxes. No, that's unconscionable. It is immoral. You, you, you say, so is that the only reason for this? And the main reason, because I, I've heard the minority leader also makes the same reference to this tax exemption. Is that the main reason? No, but Ivan, you think this is not reason enough? I'm just what asking. will be reason enough for you? Thankfully, uh, we can bring in the Deputy Majority Leader, Alexander Fanyomarkin, joins us right now. Mr. Fanyomarkin, thank you for your time. You're on top story. Good evening, sir. Great to have thank you. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. So why did, Pleasure, the, why did the majority side stage a walkout when your own budget is before the House? Uh, our budget had passed. The Speaker put the question and he said the eyes have it 
patriotism, the eyes have it. And he gobbled, and somebody raised a challenge. As far as we are concerned, the procedure that Mr. Speaker adopted by saying that uh, he was going to uh, deal with the appeal process on the floor through a procedure of division was unknown to us because the applicant himself had come under the 1132, which application he upheld in spite of my objection to the fact that there was no set challenge to his ruling or opinion on the voice vote. Fundamentally, there must be a challenge on it. Then that will be the primary stage. And the second stage of procedure will be that upon the challenge, an application will be mounted. Which application, per his discretion, will direct how that challenge has to be executed. Now, he decided to uh, 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 let go of that. And he said, well, to him, he would consider the application. Be that as it may, we were of the view that per that procedure, there was supposed to be a headcount. So if he was doing something contrary, and he was not in any case ready to hear us, then the appropriate thing to do was to uh, leave the chamber. In any event, as it is now, the budget has been passed. It is the appeal to the decision which is pending. So we have nothing to lose, and we've lost nothing. It is somebody's appeal which is hanging. But as far as we're concerned, the budget was passed at the time he covered. So that's the point. In, in other words, this appeal process, which and indeed from what we've heard, this is what will be determined tomorrow when the, the House resumes. Well, we don't know. The appeal doesn't operate as a stay on the decision by the House on the budget. The finance minister is home and dry. His budget has been passed. The budget of the government has been passed. We passed it as a parliament. Save that somebody has mounted an appeal. It doesn't operate as a stay on the on the decision of the house. There is no such practice that when somebody mounts an appeal or somebody challenges, let me put it in plain language, somebody challenges an opinion of Mr. Speaker on a voice vote until that is determined, the decision is placed on ice. There's no such thing. So uh, for us as majority, we have nothing to lose. In any event, today, they didn't have uh, uh, the equation in the chamber at the time. They were challenging the decision of the House. They didn't have uh, Dr. Zenato Ajiman Rollins. They didn't have Honorable Ajikum. Uh, at the time, they also did not have Honorable Ayarida. He's not in the jur 